Find out the secrets to building your personal brand. Get control in your life by using leverage. Discover the power of outsourcing. The king of the no BS common sense approach to business. Welcome to Confessions of a Virtual Boss, hosted by the virtual boss himself, Michael Brody. Hello and welcome to this episode of Confessions of a Virtual Boss. And in this episode, it's really special because we have a guest with us today, Alfred Eric Bangsao from LamakiDigital.com. Um, and he is really an expert in internet marketing and, and value-based branding, which is something we've used in our agency and, of course, over at virtualstaff.ph uh, to really blow things up and, and, and give value up front. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how you can do it in your business and how you can use this thing called value-based branding to really get results and build not just a short-term, because we're not on about short-term profits. We're on about building a long-term business where you can really make you know, a lot of money and build something of value. So anyway, I'm going to introduce you to Alfred now. Alfred, say hello. Hello, everybody. How are you? How are you? Um, thank you for uh, guesting me here. And I hope I can give great golden nuggets and information and value to the people that are listening in this yep. podcast. Golden nuggets. What a word. It's made me hungry now. I think of the McDonald's chicken. You know, the chicken I used to have as a kid. Um, yeah, <laughs> even to this very day. Yeah, so uh, yeah. So tell us, first of all, um, what you think is the biggest mistake that small businesses and local businesses and online businesses make when it comes to marketing uh, right now? Well, first of all, what, what most, most people, most business, most business owners that are currently not uh, doing right is they make, they make their social media profile, but they don't actually have defined their target audience. So who do you really want to help? Do you want to help gym owners? Do you want to help chiropractors? Do you want to, you know, do, are you planning to sell a product? What, what is it, the, what's the end goal, right? Yeah. So what you mean is um, kind of spreading the wings to, to, what is it, spreading the wings too wide? Is, yeah, is that too expression wide. Or am I just now. creating things now? <laughs> <laughs> spreading yourself too thinly. Yeah, that's what we mean. The chosen word is my tool. <laughs> yeah, and most people that, that don't really do in this social media world is provide value. And most people think that providing value is just making one, two, three, four, five posts every day. Sometimes that could be mistaken as just noise. You're just being busy yeah. making content and you're not actually helping what your potential audience or customers uh, really want from you. So what you mean is put value out there in the market. So identify your customers, um, or potential customers, like niche down a little, and then think what would what would those customers potential customers want to have like what would they want to see in terms of the benefit the value and then give that value without asking for anything in return yeah well i've actually created this term called value-based branding yeah. where we we focus on what type of content that brings the most value in the marketplace over a set period of time and normally the minimum i'd say is 30 days to 60 days 90 days because yeah. there's not a lot of people that buys uh, stuff from you um right away it just doesn't work anymore because there's so many options out there and you've got to make your point that you are the best one out of the the rest and 
how uh, value-based branding really works is we have this thing called uh, dynamic behavioral um, response marketing. Now, if you don't know what it is, basically we customize our marketing messages and create content in response to how the, the audience and the market is behaving. Yeah. So for example, um, they're really liking your videos or your articles, then we're, we're going to push out more articles. And if you have um, training, live training, then you're going to push out more live training. And we build pressure by having set dates and deadlines or actual schedule saying, hey, we're going to post this article uh, on Friday uh, yeah. this week, which is, you know... Um, tomorrow <laughs> yeah. there's like a, you want to build pressure and tell them hey if you actually get this here uh, we'll give you a PDF a worksheet a booklet or some kind of sample giveaway as an incentive to actually get them so you're driving that call to action yeah but also I, I think what you were what you were getting at there as well is uh, the days of the you know the old stuff you remember the 80s to them the bull for Wall Street and all that kind of crap um the, the customer now, especially if you're a business, if you're not a shyster, if you're not a cowboy, if you're not a, you know, a fly-by-night merchant who's not going to make a quick buck, and, and most of the people listening to this, and I, you know, I hope, obviously, uh, you know, anybody who's serious, a proper business person, I call it, um, they're looking to build a proper business. And a proper business means you've got to treat customers with respect, right? And by that, what I mean is if you treat them like a mug, if you treat them like a schmuck, if you treat them like an idiot, yeah, like, you know, it's like, very you, you, you uh, might get words. Yeah, you, you might get a few bucks out of them. I'm getting, I'll get back American for for people who aren't British. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you burn the fingers and you rip them off, then they're not going to come back, right? In, in long term, the business is going to fail. Yeah, well, there's two ways of really uh, running an online marketing strategy, and half of the clients that I used to get were people that just wanted to make as much money as they can in the shortest amount of time possible, yeah. and it did work, but it was not sustainable over a long period of time because they got bad reviews, yeah. bad customer service, bad fulfillment, didn't have a proper strategy, didn't know how to see out in the long term, uh, how to make it sustainable. In other words, they haven't really got a much of a business yeah. um, at all and this is why the value-based branding really put out um, a lot of focus into th this thing we call intent and it's really important now I'm going to talk about why intent is important to get traffic and yeah. why you need to build it up because a lot of people have low intent even though they have a big problem like for example um, you need to get your tax um, filed and you just don't know how to do it yeah. or you need to get a tax lawyer but they wouldn't they wouldn't go and get a tax lawyer to you know two three months or even maybe a month before the yeah. um, deadline where actually you could do it much earlier just to save you the hassle but the big thing is this right so you, you've got those kind of customers where they go on google and they've got an immediate problem like the house is on fire you need to call 911 or 999 if you're in the uk because yeah. you've got a problem now you need the, the guys to come with a hose and all that kind of thing otherwise the mm -hmm. house is just going to bloody burned out right so that's a bit like the instant traffic you get on google people who have a media problem they want it solved you want a pizza now you don't want a pizza next week so you go on google you type pizza delivery you, you, you click an ad or you click a website and you order your pizza or you do it on an app or whatever it is but the big chunk of the future revenue isn't from those people right the big chunk is the people who could potentially become customers so what, what i kind of mean is we know most people out there, if you're a business owner, they, they really could benefit from having a, a virtual assistant. Specifically yeah. one here in the Philippines because of the cost benefit. We know that. Most people know that logically. But 
why doesn't everybody do it? And the question has to be, um, what is it that stops them doing it? And I think a lot of the time is they just don't maybe fully grasp the benefits of doing it. Yeah. So by giving the value, you're showing them, hey, this is what can happen, but we're not asking for anything in return. We're just going to keep showing you and educating you. And eventually the, the, the penny will drop and they'll say, ah, okay. And they'll go to somewhere like virtual staff.pitch and they'll hire a virtual assistant. And you mentioned earlier with LumakiDigital.com, the agency which, which which I actually co-founded with Alfred, but Alfred really is the driving force behind. Um, and we, um, you mentioned earlier about, because it was your idea actually, this whole like 30 day, 60 day thing. Went, yeah a ton of value and I was kind of skeptical myself at first but obviously the results have kind of proven your point yeah right. it has actually because um, we just um, close uh, two high um, high end clients and those uh, those are very long term deals six months twelve months uh, respectively and those are the kind of business that you want to be doing you know on the long yeah. haul so the second piece of the value-based branding because the first the first part of value-based branding is to put out a lot of value right yeah, but right. there's no point having a lot of value and not getting enough traction with it so the second part of value-based branding is engagement so how do we measure that well we've got um facebook uh with all the tracking and analytics where you can actually track how much they engage with your content and remarket and reach out to them based on how much they engage in your content yeah and and trust me People who engage more in your content are more likely to see what you're up to, what you got an offer, what problem uh, do they have that you can solve. Because well, the main thing about value-based branding is the first part of it, when you make a lot of value, you actually want to highlight and amplify all their pain points. Yeah. Because you want to make the problem as big as it can be and they need an immediate solution because otherwise it's costing them not to solve it. And that's where engagement comes in, because the more engagement you get, the more um, watch time your videos actually um, gets consumed and through place is how um, Facebook tracks it. Then you can see that these are the people who, who, who are realizing that you've got an offer, you've got a service that can truly help them. So the number one thing that every single local business, small business, or, or even medium-sized business, or big business even, but especially if you're a business with under like $10 million revenue, um, is build value in, in, within the market that you're looking to target and position yourself as not only the expert but the credible one by not being sleazy and slimy and all that kind of thing. You know, yeah. yeah, well, here, here is how it normally works with um, other agencies, but how LumakiDigital.com is way different is, is really just we're, we're giving true value and content up front in advance because here's what most people are going to do they're go they're probably going to run an ad or make some kind of post value post um wink wink <laughs> yeah. some kind of sleazy sales salesy post that they say value and they say hey go to this landing page and the landing page you have to give away your email address yeah. for you to get the thing that you think is going to be valuable but actually there's going to be four or five emails after that they say hey you need to buy this stuff without really building a relationship with you but what we do with lumaki, lumaki digital is we we optimize your social profile yeah. on all platforms across different uh, media, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and even Google, uh, and also LinkedIn, a uh, professional uh, version of social media. 
where we actually give away all this content, all these golden nuggets, as I said in the beginning, right in advance in the social media platforms. And the social media platforms are interested to keep their users yeah. in these platforms for as long as they can. So now you're getting rewarded with more exposure, uh, brand awareness, plus uh, engagement, which will drive your business forward. And this is the only way to do social media. The other ways, you can pay for it, but as we know, there's a lot of people that will yeah. waste ad dollars uh, and I think as well, what, what you touched on earlier, the intent on social media is, is that people aren't looking to buy. That's not the primary reason they're on. So you, you've got to do it a different way. It can't be done the same way as direct yeah. response in terms of Google search, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and you see a lot of a lot of these kind of offers and a lot of these gimmicks. And I, I, I you know, I had an expression that, that I've always lived by and it's observe the masses and do the opposite. If, if everybody's doing this kind of pushy over the top, as I, I like Baldwin, Glenn Creek, Glenn Ross style kind of sales, you've got to do the opposite to appear genuine, I think, right? Yeah, I like, I like the, um, the theory, actually. So when everybody's going high and very expensive, then you've got to go um, cheap and low. If everybody's going um, uh, fast, then you should go slow. And if everybody's going uh, like too wide, then go you know laser focus on one thing. Yeah. Always do the opposite of what everybody's doing in marketing. The rules of marketing is you've got to be innovative, new, and just something that stands out. Otherwise, if you're like the others, you'll be boring. And the attention span of the normal human nowadays on social media is one second less than a cartridge. Oh, and uh, by the way, if if you want LumakiDigital.com to do all this stuff for you, literally run all your online marketing campaigns for you, then you can actually go over to www.lumacdigital.com. If you check the show notes as well, there's a link there and it will take you to the page. It'll show you what it's all about. And then, you know, if you, if you want them to do it, then that's absolutely fine. Um, and by the way, that is um, uh, one of the things you do in, in, in value-based branding. You um, you give value. You make a very, very soft uh, offer, so to speak. You know, like, hey, if you want help all this, then you can go over to the, the website, themarketdigital.com. But it's not in your face. It's not, it, this isn't designed to do that. It's designed just at each stage of the process to suggest, say, hey, you know, if you do want us to help you. Uh, some of you will, some of you won't. And that's what you need to be doing for your business. So you genuinely come across as somebody who gives value, somebody who's an expert, somebody who's sharp as a tax, somebody who has that likability factor, but they don't come across like some bloodthirsty shark. Yeah, <laughs> you know? because one thing about uh, value-based branding, it separates you from being one of those snake, snake oil salesmen, being sleazy. You don't, you don't have to try hard to close for the sale because these, yeah. are, these are people that have already like, um, also engage and trust your content and they know that you've got something uh, valuable to give to them in exchange for a fee or a service and or com- some kind of form of compensation yeah. that's a win-win for both parties and uh, both think- sides of the um, the agreement and once you're actually able to do that you don't have to work as much in negotiating and closing the deal yeah so one of the things you said, you said the myths and mysteries of a funnel. Do you want to explain what a what a funnel is? Well, <laughs> let's imagine like 
you know, nobody there's knows what so, a funnel is. There's so many ways of um, explaining this, but the, the easiest way, the funnel is now used in online terms, where basically it's a series of web pages called landing pages that sales, uh, no, sorry, that uh, takes a normal lead or normal person through a customer journey to become a customer. Yeah. Yeah. To so it's basically taking somebody cold who knows bugger all about you and then at the end they're going to spend a few bob or a few quid or a few bucks yeah. with you, right? And you do it through a lot of information, persuasive copy and analytics. Uh, there's a lot of tech that goes behind it and psychology. I'm not going to explain all that, but uh, the mysteries of the funnel really is you can drive um, traffic and work out what the conversion rate, let's say you get 5-10% conversion rate yeah. out of um, 100 people and then with one buys and what your um, offer a service between us, $500 for, um, yeah. for math's sake then you're only spending it's like $200, $300 then you get an actual ROI but if not, if you're losing then you've got to change how the funnel really So basically, it, it, it's a whole process and it, it's what the market digital does is they do this yeah. whole funnel process for you um, and if you want to see how it works in person because we actually do it um, all the market digital it, it, the company does it itself to generate new clients. So if you go to our Facebook page, Lamarki Digital Facebook page, okay, watch one of the videos on the page, like two, three minutes, and then at the end of the video, you'll notice there's a little soft pitch. Follow it, go to the website, and this whole strategy will make sense to you, and you'll think, wow, bloody hell. <laughs> like, like, that is actually, and yeah. you'll see it in person, live. Like, that's the beauty of it, because we actually, you know, do what we preach and going back through the midst of the funnel most people think that the funnel is just a, a web, web website page a landing page or yeah. two three four five landing pages it really is not because you can have a hundred landing pages and 100 of it might not work you need someone who actually knows what they're talking about and how they can actually design it that complements your business because the funnel doesn't prove that something is selling or or something is actually good it enables and amplifies or magnifies the results of yeah. what's already working so you've got to find that before you actually build the actual funnel and what do you think Alfred because I've had a lot of comments lately people have asked me um, they've said like Michael what do you think of these baby headlines you know the gimmicky things what, what's your honest opinion these countdowns you know like the, the 10 minutes to go and then you reset the page and it's like you've got another 10 minutes well the baby headlines gets you the click but it loses the actual purpose of selling your service because you're you're not really being true and transparent to your customers from the get-go and that's just not the greatest way to yeah. run your business and all these fake scarcity fake countdown timers uh, time limiters and saying only um, reserved for the first 100 people without actual reason yeah uh, it's going to go because everybody is doing it and we know that everybody can uh, handle this at capacity true and let's ask the, we'll ask the listeners this question as well if you see one of these things it's like you've got 15 minutes to make a decision do you actually believe it or not and if you don't believe it why possibly would you want to do it in your own business? Because if other people, your potential customers, also don't believe it, they, they're just going to think you're bullshitting them. And you lose the, the, that credibility and the trust. And, and the whole point of this whole value-based branding is about building trust. The moment that trust is broken, that customer's gone. They're not going to do business with you again. And how much is that worth in the next 12 months, three years, five years, 10 years even? I mean, some people listening to this have been business, in business 20, 30 years, and they intend to be for the next 20 or 30 years. So how much is that one little mistake of treating your customer stupid um, and appearing like you're trying to rip them off 
How much does it cost me as a business? How much does it cost you? It costs you the whole business, actually. Well, you lose the customer forever. Because we all Never have the stories. I mean, you know, I'm young as well, I'm 26 years old, but I, um, I've been in business 10 years. And one of the things I remember, um, you know, I'm like, uh, I belong in a different era sometimes, I think. <laughs> At any rate, uh, one, one of the things I always remember is then companies who used to rip you off with the double glaze and then they used to rip you off with, the, the, you know, the, the, the fake thing, promises with the renewables and all that type of stuff. And yeah, they made a few dollars, a few pounds up front, um, and they made quick money, but the business was destroyed because of the reputation. I mean, you you rip a customer off, and it isn't it the same principle if you're holding a gun to the head, metaphorically, and saying you got five minutes to make a decision, and then they realize actually they could have bought the same thing the next day at the same price. Do you not think that trust is broken completely? And it's really going to fuck your business long term. Well, most of these uh, sleazy sales strategy and tactics have been used in retail. Um, yeah. And it just doesn't work anymore. Uh, sometimes it does. Yes, there's a small percentage of chance. But you don't really want to compromise that for it, the bigger It works potential. if you already have the trust, right? And it's yeah. a genuine offer. Like, let's say, um, uh, you know, a company like, Walmart or a company like Amazon yeah. or, or offering or, or Jack Tesla. Daniels yeah, or, or like Marks and Spencer's in the UK. <laughs> if they offer a big promotion, like they're like, hey, you've got like um, uh, this weekend only, there's like 30% of all the Amazon stuff or Walmart or whatever it is. Um, you believe it because you already trust the company. And then after the weekend, the offer's gone. So the next time they see an offer, they know that it's actually a real offer. But a lot of the smaller companies, you don't have that kind of trust with the customer. So basically, you're burning them on their first interaction with your business by basically treating them idiots, really. You think? I I agree with you in that one, and um, it has got its place, right? It ha- it has its place, but uh, it it's always dependent on the purpose behind it. What are you using it for? Because most people are just trying to use it to get the sale, and for me, in, instead of. Um, Instead of using scarcity for the sake of it, for the sake of making numbers, I want you to use uh, scarcity if you genuinely mean it. And let's yeah. say you have, let's say, let's say you have, um, uh, you're selling irons, for example, or you're selling some kind of health and beauty product, some, some, something tangible, something yeah. physical, and you only got 15 stock. Well, you can tell them I only got 15 stock. This is all it is. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? For you know, for the for the, this last fifty, I'll even offer you um, a little something as well, maybe a small bottle, more small uh, bottle that they could use. Yeah, something that really adds value, makes you different, it puts you aside. Because a lot a lot of people think they buy that, that you buy products or services because it's unique. No, you actually buy it because of what you want to feel after. Yeah, everybody yeah. buys on emotions and backed up with logic straight after. So it's the emotion that you've got to to give um, uh, afterwards. When you use scarcity and your product is actually of high quality, yeah, then you'll get a lot of trust, and that trust can build a huge network of referrals, or I should say, return sales uh, in the near future. And those are the sales that you don't really have to work hard for anymore. And those are the types of customers you want to have in your business. Yeah. And I agree with that. And what about um, one of the things people, I don't know, maybe you've never came across this term before, but it it gets bandied around a lot and pushed a lot online. A lead magnet. What about a lead magnet? Well, lead magnets are very interesting. What is a lead magnet and 
why is it called a lead magnet? Because yeah. you know, so uh, a, a lead magnet basically is a is an incentive based type of marketing where you offer something that is consumable, easy to digest for the customer in exchange for their contact details. Yeah, I either email addresses or their number, and it's called a lead magnet because it attracts like yeah. a magnet leads. Right. It has to be super tailored towards a specific mm-hmm. audience to work, right? It's got to be irresistible. Irresistible because it's a magnet. Otherwise, yeah. it's just called a lead something. Yeah. It wouldn't be called a lead magnet for that reason. Is it to, is it to digest? And it fulfills the purpose of building trust and positioning yourself as a figure of authority, meaning you actually know what you're talking about and can back it up yeah. with this uh, uh, type of um, lead magnet. You can have it in PDFs, you can have it like free samples, you can have it in worksheets, yeah. some kind of information type of um, media. And it's gotta be compelling for them to take action straight away. Yeah. So basically give something in exchange for like an email or a phone number. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like taking the old the old school way of just, you know, get a free quote, put your details and we'll give you a call. Instead of doing that, you do something else first by giving them some of, something of value. Um, and it could be anything, really. Right? And lead magnets are... It- are the first touch point of your business straight after they move out from social media this is the first thing they see so if they don't want your lead magnet yeah. they're not gonna be doing business with you end of there is a lot of emphasis with lead magnets and rightly so because because this is how you build the pipeline mm. this is how you build a database of potential leads customers as your audience that you actually own yeah. Because you have the information that they've given with consent. And you can nurture that relationship through email sequences. But it, again, even the email sequences, people get tremendously wrong because they, they see these internet marketing things and um, and they try and copy it. And it, it, You've got to be genuine. You've got to come across personal on the emails. If you come across like a corporate spiel or some kind of sales schmuck, then it, it's not going to work. Yeah, you make offers and things like that of genuine help. But the email has to come across as personal and, and congruent with the brand, your brand. And also, you know, if you're starting out at this and you say, well, hey, Mike, I, I haven't got a brand. Well, everything you do is creating the brand around your business or the public perception. And it doesn't have to be a huge company. It's a local public perception. But if you don't consciously control it, then other people externally are going to define what your brand is or what your business stands for. Again, back to my analogy of the, the, the local business that, that rips everybody off for high prices and get, you know, get as much money out of them as we can kind of mentality. Um, they don't define themselves as, as con men or sharks, but in the public, in the local market, over time, doing those type of things, especially now with all the online review, reviews and word of mouth and all that, then those people, the customers, are going to define what they are and they're going to define them as unethical, as sharks, as con men, as shysters. Okay, so you have to take control of this process and you do it through value-based branding because it's very important. And you might say, hey, well, you know, we do all right right now without doing that. Maybe so. But chances are you did a lot better 10 years ago, a lot of, especially if you've been in business a long time. And you yeah. say, well, the economy, ah, it's because of this. It's not. It's because the market is changing. And eventually, and don't take this offensively, but as the older generation dies out, this is going to move Totally, because the new generation um, of people 
are totally dependent on this whole online thing. You've got to dominate it. You've got to start doing it now yeah. to be able to look back in five years and, and say, hey, this is pretty and good. And you should really listen to the next words that I will say because if you are not doing this strategy, the long-term value-based branding, and just keep repeating the messages because that that's how you actually build a brand you yeah. are what you repeatedly do it's the same with the brand what you repeatedly do with your business becomes your brand and how people seize it if you're not doing this for your business trust me your competition is probably going to be one two three steps ahead of you yeah because they're doing it and you're not and who's who is responsible for that? You are as a business owner because you are the builder of your business. Yeah, it's why so many businesses got a business because they don't adapt before. They don't adopt the, the new methods before it's, and it becomes too late. And even one becomes too overcrowded. Or secondly, they just get left behind and they can't catch up. Um, anyway, uh, do you have a final word, Alfred, what you can give in terms of value? Um, obviously, if anybody wants lumakidigital.com, to do all this for their business, like all of their online market and all this value-based branding, which includes, by the way, social media ads, Facebook, Google, um, and, and actually working with the business owner to position themselves with the right message that the market's going to respond to. Because that's that's really important. That's just tricking a few ads doesn't work. Then you can always go over to www.lamakidigital.com. Um, and again, I, I said earlier on, if you check the notes of the podcast, there's actually a link that will take you directly there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah so anyway what is the final note Alfred what can you give of, like what's that final golden nugget well the final the final um, advice I can really give to you guys is have a long term marketing strategy, strategy plan and if you don't have it don't worry you can reach out to us at the Lumakia Digital page or on the website lumakiadigital.com and there we can actually help you um, do this with our advanced levels of expertise and if you still don't have that then just start doing videos uh, yeah. every day on your page and that will build it up it might take uh, six months to a year to even a longer amount of time but it means you are doing something yeah that the momentum right are not yeah and just gonna powerful. build momentum yeah and always delay gratification the longer you can hold on to those leads and not asking for the sale the higher the the more their lifetime value is going to turn out for a business yeah that's very true and anyway so i want to thank alfred for, for joining me on the show today uh and you've been watching Confet or listening to, should I say, not watching unless you're just looking into space, but you've been listening to Confessions of a Virtual Boss podcast. It's Michael Brody, and I want to thank Alfred, and I will see you on the next episode. This is Confessions of a Virtual Boss.